0: Sit down and buckle up. It's time for Track Talk with Bryce Sparling and Matt Ridgway. Baby, baby!
1: baby. Let's go, racing boys!
0: Lights out and away we go with another fantastic edition of TM5's Track Talk. As always, I am Bryce Sparling. Here joining me is my co-driver, Mr. Matt Ridgway. Matt, how are you doing tonight, man?
1: I would be doing a lot better if the city of Philadelphia hadn't stole all of my joy in life. Uh, The Phillies have eliminated our Braves. The Flyers are undefeated and about to beat my Lightning, who are off to a pathetic start to the year. Uh, I have no joy left. Can you find some for me, Bryce?
0: Yeah, I can find some for you. The Hawks will take care of the 76ers this year. Uh, don't worry about <laughs> that. We will we will one thousand percent take care of them. Uh, joining us this week is special guest Colin Davis, one of uh, one of Matt's friends and also an insider in the motorsports business. So I'm just sort of a uh, an outsider here. You know, I, I see what I see on TV, uh, but Matt and Colin, you know, they're sort of in the thick of things. Uh, Colin, thanks for joining the podcast, man. Thanks for taking time to talk with us.
2: Yeah, for sure it's been so, a long time coming apparently according I, to matt just yeah to you know, <laughs> I, I keep
0: bugging matt i'm like you know you say you're good friends with this guy who works in a indie car you know I've, I've, we've never heard from him he never comes on the podcast sure you're friends with him he's like no he's yeah. there you know you celebrate the championship wins i'm like matt you could have just been picking out anybody buddy
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it's like that dude that always has that girlfriend that doesn't exist you know exactly exactly
0: yes yes you are, the, you are the girlfriend and you do indeed <laughs> exist
2: i am i have indeed
0: so, so, Colin, uh, explain to us what you do for IndyCar and, and who you work for and everything.
2: Uh, I'm an IndyCar mechanic, fr- front end specifically. I started with them back in 2019. Uh, Penske, obviously, by the hoodie. I forgot I was actually wearing it. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, first two races were actually the Indy GP and the Indy 500 in 2019 and ended up winning both of those. So Good way to start. Yeah, yeah, 100% and winning the biggest race in the world. You won the pole too, didn't you? You won the pole? Yeah, we swept the month of May. You swept the
1: month of May. <laughs> Your first time seeing Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you won everything there was to win in the entire month.
2: Minus the pole of the GP. Yeah, that was it. Okay, okay yeah, able. that's right.
1: <laughs> come on, you can't win the pole of
0: the GP. I, mean, come- I,
2: I know, geez. I know. We tried <laughs> a lot of effort, but no, now, now I, I fuel for uh, Scott McLaughlin. I've been doing that for the last two years, so that's a lot of fun.
0: Awesome, that's cool. Now, how did you and Matt meet?
2: Met in the army, we actually became best friends over our cars because we I showed up to the unit with the same cars as him, and it was uh love at first sight, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, I'm assuming that's the uh, that's the daily driver. That's not that that's not that Mustang that's in the you know garage that never gets driven, right, Matt? That's not the. <laughs> car you bonded over?
1: <laughs> it, it is that Mustang. At one point in time, that was the daily driver.
0: <laughs> you telling me you didn't you know bond over a '98 you know Ford F-150 like I drive with the wheels falling off and it makes weird new noises every time you crank it up? That's no, but you and
1: Colin you and Colin can bond over F-150s because y'all both have one.
2: Yeah, I sold mine. Mine, the oh, brakes went out. <laughs> yeah.
1: I didn't say it worked. I said you had one.
2: <laughs> I did have one.
1: I did have uh, one. <laughs> and how how did you? So how did
0: you go from the army? How did you end up with uh, with Team Pinsky in the IndyCar route?
2: Me, Matt, and our buddy Jason had this crazy... Well, okay, actually, Matt and Jason <laughs> had this crazy idea to go and get into racing. I could have cared less about racing, to be completely honest. I still don't really watch it. Like, I I, I go to the race, and I really enjoy being part of the team, but it's kind of like with sports to me in general. I enjoyed playing them, not really watching them on TV. But they found... I think Jason found it. Jason found NASCAR Tech in Mooresville. So the plan was, we're all going to get out of the Army, go to NASCAR Tech in Mooresville and get into racing. So it was a crazy plan, but yeah, they ended up, I think Matt and I went back to our home states for a year, waited for Jason, then all went to school together. And then just through volunteering and working and getting to know people, eventually got my name in the door at Penske and got hired. But went from volunteering with Jennifer Joe Cobb to working and building NASCAR trucks for Young's Motorsports to from there went into Penske and I've been there since.
0: Now, from your estimation, what do you think the largest human being could be uh, that could still fit into an Indy car?
2: Ray Hall's pretty yeah. big. You're I think big. Ray Hall, I don't fit in them. Okay, well, so
1: there's the <laughs> limit. So, Bryce, all right, let me mediate here. Bryce, you are bigger than Colin. You're
2: excluded. Darn it. Well, there goes yeah. my – did you take the front
0: end off and extend it? I don't care about safety. Take the safety features off of it, you know.
2: So to give you an idea, I'm 6'4", and when I take everything out of the cockpit, that is seat, uh, foam, I, everything, I'm sitting on the bottom of the tub, my head is still over the halo. <laughs> it's with nothing yeah. in it. Eesh. That is me planted on the floor.
1: <laughs> Bryce, you are out. Sorry. Stay cool. We get a higher halo. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: think it <laughs> might run into some arrow problems. <laughs>
0: you know what? We'll just turn my helmet into part of the halo.
2: There you go. Yeah. Boom. I'm sure there there's no safety restraints from that.
0: No. My head's already damaged from ten years of football. You know, a couple a couple dings and donks over an IndyCar. It's not gonna do any worse than it already has. Uh how how was it to see Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the first time on race day, uh, from a team perspective?
2: Well, considering it has like I think it's the biggest sporting event in the world, I think. I'm pretty sure. At least it was. I think it, it, that sounds I think right. it is. Well, I think its cup,
0: I think.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) So it was pretty weird because I didn't have, that was my first, like the GP is kind of dead. You know, it has some fans, but you know, so I kind of had a little taste of that, but
1: the GP is what a normal NASCAR race looks like. Probably.
2: But that was like my first, that was my first thing was like, okay, this is like, you know, somewhat a lot of fans, but not too crazy. But then, oh my God, like. Even the first, even the two weeks leading up to Indy, the, you can't walk through the garages. Like anytime you're pushing a car, you're constantly put, trying to get fans out of the way. But then to be on the grid right before it starts, there's not an empty seat in the entire. It's like 300, 400,000 people. There's points. When Elio won, not this year, the year before, I think it was 21, when Elio won, I'm, you couldn't hear the cars over the chance of his name from the crowd.
0: That is crazy. It was wow. insane.
2: You could not. Uh, you could clear as day hear them louder than the exhaust of the Indy cars driving by when they were chanting Elio's name on like the last lap. It That's awesome. Yeah. Oh so man, it's crazy.
0: I have a I have a buddy that lives in the same city that the track is in, um, and he is in a band, and his band plays at the the Motor Days or I don't I, whatever the celebrations called before the Indy 500 is like the. Heart day. Yes, Carb Day. Yes. Yeah. So his band plays one of the nights on Carb Day every single week. And he said, okay. you know, he said the livations and the parties and everything that go on, even before the race even, you know, days before the race is even scheduled, he said, it's, it's absurd. It's absolutely yeah. nuts.
2: I can't remember. They have this thing called the Snake Pit. And I can't remember, but... The snake pit alone had like 30,000 people in it or something just to watch the concert that was inside the five, like it's inside the Speedway. And I think it, I think it was like 30,000 people just alone in the snake pit. And so the snake pit, the snake pit is just a concert the entire time the race is going on. So you have the Indy 500 going, and then inside the Indy 500, you have a full on 30,000 person concert going at the same time. And it plays, they play music like EDM and everything else. And then on the last lap of the 500, they blast the the last lap up onto their screens in the snake pit, and they watch the last lap of the 500. Oh, that's crazy! Yeah, you know it's what? Insane. I think
0: uh, next year I think they should have a golf tournament because there's you know there's a couple holes of golf inside <laughs> the. I think they should have a golf tournament <laughs> while the 500 is going on. If a golf ball, and a golf ball they goes can off, do it. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's part part of the race. Yeah, yeah. sorry about it. <laughs> so what's your what's your professional goals next year uh with Penske in 2023 in i mean y- y- you had a great run matt really introduced me to scott mclaughlin i didn't know he was in indycar um i remember him i've heard of him from his australian racing days with uh supercar i believe as he was with
2: he was with yep. Yep. Um, super v8 in australia
0: yeah i remember him being you know a name back then comes to indycar does a good pretty mm-hmm. good job mm-hmm. uh well w- so what's your what's your goals professionally for 2023
2: I don't know. Like personally, I'm kind of hitting everything as far as you can go, right? Like I'm fueling. um, My numbers are there. I think it was like my average was like a three tenths of a second from car stop to fuel in. So it's right where you. that's actually better than most. Like I think our other two fuelers were average of like two six and two eight. And I've only done this two years. And I think they've done it like three years. So I don't really need to go any faster than that because you start messing up. But as far as our team goes, like he finished the year prior, we were just kind of like figuring it out. And I think we averaged like a finish like, you know, 10th or something. Didn't really like have much going on. I think we finished, our best finish was second at Texas last year. And then this year we ended up fourth in the championship in his second full-time IndyCar season. So hopefully won, going won on. three
1: races this year? Three wins? Yeah,
2: three three wins. I think three poles. I think we polled at Nashville, but we finished second. So we had three yeah. wins, three poles. I have a shirt. They have like everything. We led like 433 laps, like nine. It was crazy. Our last six races, we averaged a finish of like 3.2, so we averaged a podium our last six races. That's awesome. Pretty,
1: that is great. Dude, yeah. He ended. He ended hot. Uh, you guys, and I'll say this: you can't. You may not be able to say this, but there was a race where you guys were strongly in contention to win, and there may have or may not have been some team orders going on there. Um,
2: yeah, where, you can uh, say what you want, I'll let you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, come on,
0: <laughs> team orders. Yeah,
1: well, at least it's not in NASCAR where if you get team orders, your crew chief is indefinitely suspended, and uh, everybody's crying about it on Twitter for the next two weeks.
2: I don't um, get that, man. I feel like teammates are teammates, right? I like, agree, whatever.
1: I agree. Yeah, I mean, we have teammates. Apparently, you can help your teammates. You just can't say it on the radio. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) You just can't make it. It's an unwritten rule. Yeah. It's like sign stealing in baseball.
1: Meanwhile, you've got F1 uh, on their pit boxes explicitly telling, like, you have to run so many seconds faster than your teammate or we're swapping you. Like.
0: Sergio, 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 slow down and yeah. back up Lewis Hamilton so Max Verstappen can win the uh, World Drivers' Championship. Yep. Slow down, You are
1: not allowed to pit this lap because we need you out there on an alternate strategy to screw up Ferrari. Like it's it's wild, but it's here we are. Yeah, you it's, just can't do it in NASCAR. You can do it blatant. in every other motorsport. Uh, um, if,
0: if if you ever if Team Penske ever needs a Jackman, um for their for their uh, their cars their indie cars uh, I don't require a jack I'm pretty sure I can lift up the entire car by myself so that's uh, saving money right there man that's yeah. cost cutting. Well, are you well, going luckily... to tell them
2: you tell them you tell them <laughs> <laughs> say well luckily we have air jacks so you don't even have to lift the car up. you just hey, pull listen, you,
0: you take those air jacks away they're expensive they weigh the car <laughs> down we're we're saving weight. We're saving money. I'll lift that sucker right up. We slap some tires on it. We put some fuel in it. It's good to go, man. That, that's money. That's weight. That's like that's like ten seconds a race at least that we're saving right there. Boom. Look yep. right there.
2: That's I mean, why... I'd be I'd be surprised to say you save ten seconds when our pit stops are usually only like six. Well, the weight so you're going into the negatives. <laughs>
0: it, it's those it's those air jacks. You're ten okay, seconds yeah. quicker. You get the air jacks uh, off the car.
1: Yeah,
2: a gotcha, little, gotcha. little lighter
0: yep. flies through the air uh yeah, well the aer- aerodynamic stuff
1: <laughs> i've got I've got a question, Colin. yeah, so what is it like because I may never know what does it feel like to win a racing championship by being the, like I know your driver has yet to win one, but you've been a part of a team that's won multiple championships. What is it like to win a championship for a team by just being the best for a whole season? What's that feel like?
2: nice right because it's i mean in terms of like the way our championship works i like it because you kind of know there's no guesswork you're either the best or you're not that's not like some luck of rolling the dice and getting lucky i know what he's leading me into here i love bryce's face because i know where he's going but yeah i mean it well, is i, I want to know
1: because i may never know i may <laughs> i've had the best car for two seasons of my life 2018 2020 got all of jack to show for it
2: he yeah the- i don't know
1: You got the nice little
0: regular season shield award thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We got the the regular
1: season champions trophy.
2: The one thing I can speak to is that I cannot believe you guys still do stage racing because I Mm -hmm. have lived through that. We did, so COVID, our Texas race, when we did COVID, we were forced to do stage racing because we couldn't test tires at Texas. And so they thought it was too dangerous because they had no idea about blisters and like... You know, you don't you don't have run flats and in indie car tires, so if you blow a tire in an indie car, you're just sailing it into the wall, like and there's no protection. So also,
0: Jimmy Johnson, gotcha.
2: Yeah. And so so we had to do like they just there were forced cautions. It was stage racing. It wasn't considered stage racing, but it was. It was you had you knew when a caution was coming out. And even being part of the pit crew, I was so bored. Uh, it there took like there was like no strategy involved. It's just like okay, this yep. guy's gonna do here. It yeah. is the most boring thing in the world, and I cannot believe people still watch NASCAR because yeah, it. it's I, just like I don't know.
1: I we hate ourselves. That's the secret. We hate ourselves. I I I love the sport that I work in, but I look across the grass at at your sport, and the grass is much greener. Um, yeah, uh, really you know, likely, obviously. Right? Well, I mean, obviously, NASCAR is always going to have the bigger TV audience. We're going to be the you know, the bigger show. Um, but it sounds but like
0: shots fired across the bow right there. That's what. No, that's, no, that's no what it's not at all. No,
1: because I'd, I'd rather be legitimate than it's kind of like, do you want to be famous or do you want to be real? Like NASCAR is famous, but IndyCar is, is real motorsports. And I don't have a problem saying that. I, I mean, that's how I feel.
2: Yeah, well, it's like it's it was kind of spoke a lot too to watch a seven-time NASCAR champion come over to IndyCar and you know barely ever even finish top ten. Like yeah, it, yeah, it just I kind mean, of it speaks could... to the competitiveness over there too. And
0: and F one, you see F one drivers successful F one drivers come over to I mean Roman mm-hmm. Grosjean uh, successful well, he he was an F one driver um, and and come over and what two or three years he he hasn't won a race and only a few podiums like. It, IndyCar is, it's not an easy series, and that's why we see a lot of F1 teams looking to poach uh, drivers from F or from IndyCar now.
2: Well, it's funny because, I mean, obviously I'm biased towards Scott because he's not just my driver. Like, we hang out and we play Call of Duty together and stuff and, you know, whatever. We go to dinners together. So he's more than just like a driver. He became a friend. So it was funny to see the comments roll in. His first full-time season and Grosjean's first full-time season because they were comparing them so closely. I'm like, you can't because Grosjean came from open wheel racing and went to open wheel racing. Scott went from a big, heavy, basically sedan looking car to open wheel racing. And I was like, but now it's funny because those same people are super quiet now because now you can compare Scott and Grosjean and look at the differences in their career this year. It's like leaps and bounds better
1: well yeah, the trajectory is certainly
2: different yeah so it's like you know i i thought the better comparison was uh scott and jimmy johnson they both came from heavy not the same car but at least the same style you know closed cockpit heavy race car
0: and you see yeah. somebody like jimmy johnson who was so successful at nascar and I, for one reason or another it just never seemed to click in any car and i, I always thought it would in some of the ovals but it just i, I don't know what you know i don't know what what happened it I told Matt, I said, I really would have loved to seen Tony Stewart do like a full, like actual couple seasons of, of IndyCar just to see if he would have been able to conquer IndyCar. He's
1: conquer a champion IndyCar. of IndyCar, is he not? Uh, I don't know. Tony I Stewart know. won an IndyCar championship, I think. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hold on. I'm Googling it. We're just going to have to.
2: to Me too. Live,
1: rea- live react to this.
0: Yeah. I'm I, to that. Hold on. I, I didn't know that. That I'm would be sure to me.
1: Tony Stewart. No, I don't want his website. I want his Wikipedia.
0: Are you sure you don't want his website? You might not know what you want. Google <laughs> knows what you want. Let's see.
1: All right. They
2: Where, know what you want before you know.
1: Uh, 97. You're right, Matt. IndyCar. IndyCar and NASCAR at 95. USAC's Triple Crown. That's all. That's pre, That's the lower series. So this was back when there was CART and IRL, Indy Racing League, I believe. There were two different
0: Yes, Indie was, cars yeah.
1: at this time. Yeah, um, for those that aren't aware, that's a that's all. It's all politics. Don't have you don't have to worry about that. I, if uh, you yeah. want
0: to see some great videos, watch Aiden Millward's uh, video on cart and IRL and how they put Such
1: a great job! It's a YouTube video. You can find it. All of his stuff is fantastic. I love that guy. Yeah, ninety ninety seven.
0: He sure did. Yeah. I, I did yeah. not know
1: that. Wow, 20, twenty-six races over five years. Uh, won the nineteen ninety-seven championship. Three wins, seven podiums, eight poles. It looks like maybe ninety-seven was his only full-time year.
0: I think so. I did not know that.
1: By ninety-eight, he had moved to NASCAR Xfinity or Bush Series. I'm not calling it an Xfinity Series when I talk about it historically. It's the Bush Series.
0: But <laughs> it's the Bush and the Winston Cup. Yep. it is. I'm, I'm with you on that one.
1: Yes. Yeah, Andy, uh, Tony Stewart's an IndyCar champion.
0: What today huh. I learned. Look at that. You, everybody's Andy been. Too.
1: Yeah. T- today we all learned something new. Yeah. Dude's a dude's a wheel, man.
0: So what do you do in the off season for like you do train? Do you like do you have practice pit stops? Like what's what's y'all's kind of off season, you know, regimen?
2: Yeah. So I mean, typically like the first few weeks you're just stripping the cars down. We call them tubs, right? So that's like it's basically if you just took like a fighter jet cockpit and rip the wings off of it and cut it at the back seat that's pretty much what an car tub is it's like just a air carbon fiber little tub I don't know how else to describe it <laughs> but uh it starts off with of that and you rip all the looms out the looms go back and get checked by the manufacturer to make sure they're all good no uh like nicks or cuts or defects that need to be fixed and then you go through all the suspension and crack check it and then kind of like you go through the whole car just like do a huge reset and then, yeah, there's like, uh, we started doing workouts stuff in the morning and then uh, pit stop practice whenever the pit stop car is not taken up from other shows or anything like that. But it's uh, it's a pretty uh, strong schedule. There's still like, obviously you do off-season testing and stuff with IndyCar whenever they're testing. They just announced that thermal club test that we're doing in California.
0: Oh, I didn't hear about that.
2: That yeah, was a big article they released. I can't Some, read uh, so. Well, that's all right. I don't read them either.
0: <laughs> what's your uh, what's your favorite track that y'all go to every other than indie well the indies indies in the, in the league of its own but other than indie what's what's your favorite track to go to it in the season
1: and why is it st petersburg
2: <laughs> i actually i can't say that i like favorite tracks like i don't it's hard because everything is exciting right like when you're when you have a dog in the fight all the tracks are exciting especially when scott does as well as he does but where I, my favorite places to go is, like, Nashville is a really fun time during race season. Like, just when there's a race involved, because you race through the streets in Nashville. That's a super good place to go. Um, Long Beach is pretty cool, just if it was so... Like, it's another street course that's down there in California, but... Um, St. Pete's just too hot. I can't do it. I mean, it's hot oh, everywhere that- we go, but...
1: I thought I thought for sure you were going to say Texas Motor Speedway in the middle of May was your favorite place to go. Well,
2: I don't think I've ever felt closer to death in my life than that day at Texas.
1: Are <laughs> that's, that's if you knew all the stuff we'd done in the army together, that's saying something. <laughs>
2: Well, this is so Texas was our first race back. So whenever everybody shut down racing, like Texas was our first race back. And like Matt said, I think it was in like May or June It hot. The hottest time you could possibly go race in Texas. That's when we chose to go race. But so many people were getting affected by the heat and wearing masks that they ran out of IVs at the infield Care Center and had to truck more in.
0: Holy smokes.
2: Yeah, it was real fun. Oh, my God. It was miserable. I think it was like 110 or 112 degrees or something, and then you stick everybody in fire suits in a mask next to a hot race car on a hot racetrack, and it is just – it was – I was about to say, it's it's, it's, it's that –
0: it's that hot, yeah. and it's not like you're out there in flip-flops and shorts and a cabana shirt, you know? You're in no. a heavy a heavy fire retardant suit.
2: Yeah. I want to start a petition now to race in the winter. That's what I want to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's signatures. There's hey.
1: nobody <laughs> racing in the winter, so it would actually
2: probably attract
1: a lot of... Uh, I'm telling attention. you, man.
2: Just race in the wintertime. Off
1: bring bring summer. Tire,
0: tire blankets, make sure the tires are warm when they go on the car, and yeah, fire them up. <laughs> Just race <laughs> around the south in the winter. It doesn't get that cold down here, except for this yeah. weekend when it's freezing. It's awful.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was pretty cold. There was a time, though, the opposite happened. We did a test, and we had like a open test in Texas, like a series test, and it snowed. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, Get the snow tires yeah. out. Yeah. That was this year, wasn't it? That was earlier this year.
2: Uh, I can't yeah, remember whenever the whenever the IndyCar open test was. Yeah, who's, yeah. Was, who's uh, the tire? Tough.
1: Who's the tire
0: manufacturer for F one? Firestone?
2: For F one, I don't know. Or, IndyCar, I mean, I'm sorry, Firestone. IndyCar. <laughs> In, Indy, yeah, yeah, F1 yeah, F1 yeah, is, yeah it's it's Firestone. Firestone. IndyCar uh, is Firestone.
0: Fire, uh, Firestone should come out with snow tires, and IndyCar will use them as much as F one uses the uh, rain tires, the full wets. So you know they'll they'll never be used. That'll be cool. That'll be cool to have two <laughs> sets of tires and both open wheel series that. Never get used. I like it.
2: Yeah,
1: Matt, you got anything else to add, man? Uh, I'm going to ask one personal question just for this podcast. Um, What tell somebody what is your favorite memory uh, racing? Not not uh, again. We're excluding Indy 500. What's your favorite memory? Uh, Just one story that you can think of, Uh, and then what? Give me the same thing for the Army. It doesn't have to involve me. I'm not trying to hear a story about myself, but what's your, your favorite memory from the Army and what's your favorite memory from a racetrack other than winning the Indy 500, which is a uh, should be an obvious, I would think.
2: It's funny. It's, I mean, whatever. You can say it doesn't have to include you, but it does. So when okay. well, our first, like my favorite memory of the racetrack <laughs> is actually the first time we went to Bristol together with Jennifer. Okay. Yeah, because that was like uh, that was like one of those things where when we were getting out of the army, telling everyone we were going to go racing, everyone gave us so like, you'll never do that. You know, that attitude you get anytime for those that don't know, anytime you're in the army and you tell people you're going to leave, you immediately get this attitude of like, you'll never do anything outside the army. That's the attitude you get.
1: You are going to be a hobo for
2: sure. (laughs) yeah. And so, of course, when we had three guys had this crazy idea to go racing, you just got the noses up in the air and snobbiness. And so it was like when you and me were sitting on the top of a trailer watching a truck we built go around Bristol. It was like a big middle finger to all those people. It was like, yep, I told you we would do it, and we did it, and we're here. So yeah, eat you it, you know.
1: You've you've woven you've woven both of the the yeah. questions yes. I asked together into one story. I did. Was very very well, I was here.
2: gonna say the the favorite. Army memory is definitely all the stupid crap we did together. I don't know. There's not. Can you even pin one favorite memory? I really can't. There was so much stupid stuff you do together with your friends in the army. I was just like, I don't miss the army at all. I miss the stupid stuff I would do with my friends. That's not it. Yeah.
1: Now, I think, like, for me, there was one one time we were doing a night raid and it was a training mission, but we got on Blackhawks at like 11 p.m or we, we chalked at 11 p.m. And oh, yeah. I was in, we flew doors open over the island of Oahu and in the middle of the night with our night vision. And I happened to just, how I was arranged, I was in the door seat basically hanging out of the right side of the Black Hawk helicopter in the middle of the night over the island of Oahu. And I just remember thinking distinctly like, this is it, this is the peak of my life. It will never be cooler. I've got like 26 minutes to enjoy this flight over the island and my life will never be cooler than it is in this exact moment. Like just hanging out of the side of a black Hawk helicopter in the middle of the night, going to do a night raid. Um, yep. but yeah, I, you were, I'm assuming you were either on that. You were on a helicopter, whether it was mine or not. I don't know. Um, yep. but that was, that was the three day war deal. Um,
2: one, oh, of, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one yeah. of the eight we did.
1: Yep. Yep. One of those, um, and then yeah i've i've always something i've always wanted to do with you is um one thing that i think is super super cool and you were talking about kind of the the up yours attitude of we we made it we did what we said we were going to do because um, i remember i remember distinctly exactly what you're talking about people asking what we were going to do outside of the army and our response would be something a oh, while we're going to go get into racing um And then the follow-up question usually is, well, what's your backup plan? And that that never required an answer because our backup plan is we don't fail. Uh, So I've always wanted to take a picture uh, together with our, I have a Brickyard 400 ring for winning at Indianapolis and you have an Indy 500 ring for winning at Indianapolis and take a picture with our rings or just of our rings. Uh, and just put what's your backup plan like as a caption with <laughs> no to not fail. Yeah. Um,
2: that's pretty
1: so funny. I, I always thought that would be a pretty cool troll for us to do for the people that, that didn't think that we could do this.
0: I mean Matt, you do have a backup plan now though. It's to it's to sponsor our own truck. Build our own truck and I mean but that's it.
1: not even a backup. That's still in racing. Like I that's, didn't I never true. said what I was going to do in racing. I said I Very was gonna true. go be in racing. And and here I am. Like I don't know. If you could have let me pick any job in motorsports for any team, I probably would have picked the one that I currently work for. But that's just how the cookie crumbled.
0: So we figured out that I can't fit into an Indy car. uh A uh, truck.
1: You definitely can. How tall is Michael Waltrip? Google that. Because that is the tallest person that I can think of that I know has been in a truck. Are you on it or am I on it? I got it. Okay. How tall is he?
0: He's 6'5", so he's not that much shorter than I am.
1: Okay, pretty close. Six, seven, six, eight. eight? Yeah. I mean,
0: six, eight? Dude,
2: yeah. he's a gigantic human being. Do you get those magic beans stuffed off your butt when you're a kid or something?
0: No, Spray I gotta though. pay extra behind the CVS for that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's selling you what you think he's selling you. <laughs> uh, is
0: is Mike, Michael Waltrips taller than uh, um, Dale Jarrett, isn't he?
2: Oh,
1: yeah. 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 How, oh Walker yeah. Dale Jarrett's only six
0: foot tall. Why did I think Dale Jarrett was taller than that? I guess. Cause the one time I saw Dale Jarrett fight was against Jeff Gordon and Jeff Gordon's like five, two.
1: Yeah. Jeff Miller. Gordon's a little person. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's not as small as Austin Dillon. I rounded a pit box one time. Um, Austin Dillon was coming off the track and I was going onto it for uh post-race teardown. And I about ran into Austin Dillon and I, it scared me how little he was. <laughs> like I'd, I'd never seen him in person <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, I could fight that guy. Oh, sorry, uh, there, little fella. Yeah. Uh, and little did I know at the time I would eventually want to fight him, uh, and still <laughs> would to this day. <laughs> still would. Be- I would. I would. In the words of um, Will Ferrell in in Step Brothers, <laughs> I'll drop that mother. <laughs> I still would. You better not get guy. in my face. Yeah. I Swear to
0: God, I'll drop him.
1: <laughs> That's. I still would. I still hate that guy for cu- taking away the. Daytona 500 from us, but
0: did Austin Dylan go to John Hopkins? I don't, don't know. <laughs> All right, Matt, I think we've done enough Indy car. You ready to move on to the
1: Xfinity series? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's burn through the rest of this podcast. Uh, Josh
0: Berry wins in the junior motorsports, number eight car securing a spot in the championship. Uh, just, I mean, you can't, I mean, the playoffs playoffs in NASCAR, just one of the greatest championship races, playoffs, uh, one of the greatest formats in all of sport in the entire world is fantastic. Uh, at in Phoenix,
1: our, in our defense, we did say when we were picking our final four, that was our wild card. We said because we picked the four, which was Allgaier, and by him, but we said Josh Berry's name, and by Josh Berry winning, he bumps Allgaier out. So you still got the big three that have been there all year with uh, Herbst, Gregson, and not oh, Herbst. Oh my God, uh, the other the other monster car. The yeah, one not uh, Riley, Riley
0: Herbs had some uh, issues this this weekend uh, getting yeah. his trailer home.
1: Well, that wasn't his fault, but um, I, I mean, he might have been driving. He may have been driving, yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm glad. everybody's okay on that end. Um, by the way,
0: that's good. That was that was my first thought was, is everybody okay? My second thought was that driver had too much monster.
1: That's yeah. There yeah. was a lot of there was a lot of Twitter about was Riley Herbs driving at the time of the wreck, which I was. <laughs> pretty funny you got it the internet is undefeated
0: (laughs) yeah yeah they're a they have a a perfect record Um, so yeah three remaining spots open Uh, I think the big news though out of of the Xfinity is Haley Deacon finishes 13th on the lead lap in her Xfinity series debut where she qualified in the top 20 as well I believe right
1: I I think she qualified 20th I think or maybe 18th but I thought yeah something like that and I think her uh, goal was a top 20 yeah it's almost like she's talented man it's almost like you and I said that, too, a couple of weeks ago, that, she, that the Xfinity series was going to see that, obviously, she hasn't developed in the truck series like everybody would like, but you and I said that it, the Xfinity series, where she'll be raced with more respect and and have more control over her own car, because the trucks, you just get in and put it to the floor and and just, you know, sail it around the track and hope it sticks. Yeah. The Xfinity, i mean, that's the first thing she talked about when she got out of the car was the throttle control. That she can, she can control the car by using the throttle, and how much, how refreshing that is to feel like she's in a real race car again. And what do you know? She did awesome in her very first start. So we I, saw I how hope...
0: talented was she, she was in the SRX series. I mean, yeah, and that's
1: where that's the same thing—throttle control. Those yeah. those cars are massively powerful, and you have to be talented to drive them. Uh, and not just have a spoiled rich dad uh funding your career and so we've seen we said this is where we would see development hopefully she has a full-time ride next year Stay tuned i think though, she i fun. think she
0: deserves it 100 percent in the xfinity series
1: uh, i mean i th- i thought it was likely before this weekend i thought it just i just everything surrounding her i thought it was likely uh now i think it's it i mean you just Got to figure it out. It's got to be a done deal at this point, I would think.
0: So Noah Gregson, Ty Gibbs, and Justin Allgaier are uh, the three that are battling for the last three positions. Uh, Josh Dingleberry is already solidified into the last round of the playoffs with the win. Uh, Austin Hill, Mayor Humdinger, uh, Brandon Jones, and John's brother Sam Mayer uh, all battling for the uh, the last Three spots in the playoffs. Are, are we comfortable with saying Gregson, Gibbs, and Allgayer are the three that are going to make it with uh, Josh Dingleberry?
1: Yeah, I think it's between Allgayer and um, uh, Mayor Humdinger. I yeah. think I think AJ Almendinger and Justin Allgayer could be flip flopped, but I think Gregson and Gibbs are as close as you can get to locks in this sport um, because there are no locks because it's all made up and everything. Is week to week, uh, but it's just like whose line is it anyways? Yeah, this the, same season, thing. <laughs> the seasons they have had, you can't count against them. I would think the
2: rules are made up and the points don't matter.
1: Yeah, the points don't matter. Welcome to NASCAR.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have a. Oh, who was the who was the dude that that ran that?
1: Who was the guy? Uh, carry. Um, carry, 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 carry. Drew, Drew, carry, Drew, carry. There we go. It. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, we need, we need Drew Carey to announce the points for NASCAR. That would be awesome. I think, think that would make it uh, more interesting. Uh, in the Cup Series, Joey Logano wins at Las Vegas after a late race call for tires under caution, securing his spot in the championship four at Phoenix and leaving three remaining spots. Joey Logano advances. Ross Chastain, uh, Matt's personal favorite, is second. Uh, Chase Elliott, Matt's number two driver, is third. And Denny Hamlin is fourth right now below the cut line is william byron chase briscoe ryan blaney who had the strongest car all day but blew a tire uh and ran his back into a hard wall and christopher bell right now are below the cut line what would you give that race this weekend in vegas i thought it was pretty good i enjoyed I the last was,
1: i thought it was one of the best races of the year yeah. honestly i, I, I watched the last the 80
0: laps and i agree
1: there was no fake drama there was no last lap cautions because of a cardboard sign it i mean there was uh, a fine a final two restarts um but i i just thought the ra- the racing was good there was multiple passes for the lead um multiple lines I, I just, working yeah, as well yep yeah, i just thought that this car races really well at mile and a half right now uh and and i thought it looked really good I, speaking of the before we move on to this i'll pivot over to colin one more time because colin team penske won the nascar race is there anything even you on the indycar side how does how does them winning the nascar race affect you do you care at all is there any translation what what's it like for the indycar guys on a week where the nascar team wins
2: uh, well, I mean, anytime Penske wins, we do a happy hour, uh, whatever, the usually the following day of the race, either that Monday or if the team's still out that Tuesday. Uh, so, I mean, it's good for me. I mean, I get extra money in my pocket, right? We get a little bit of bonus money every time they win. They get a little bit of bonus money every time we win. So it's like a little shared across the board. Uh, they obviously get more of the pot on their own wins, just as we do. But I mean, it's still anytime Penske wins, it's like a win across the board for everybody. So it's a nice—you kind of have a dog in the fight no matter which series you're in. It's the same yeah. thing. I can't remember yeah. if that it works that way with sports car or not. But I don't—I I don't know if they're the own thing.
1: I Bryce, I will have to check for you when Haas F1 wins a race to find out if I get a bonus or not. Well, yeah,
0: I was just <laughs> going to ask you: Do you guys <laughs> throw a party when Haas F1 has two cars finish fully intact after a Grand Prix? Is um, that a no? <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: No, but i when's the last time that happened so i wouldn't maybe we do and i just don't know
0: i don't know yeah this year has not been great and last year had nikita Mazaspin, so yeah well uh, yeah not not great past two years i
1: mean just getting rid of him is an improvement even if you had to use an international crisis to (laughs) as an excuse to do it
0: sorry dude it's it's, our hands are tied get the hell out of the car
1: your your dad might know vladimir putin we're gonna have to get you out of our car also you can't drive worth a shit
0: <laughs> you're quite terrible which is not the reason we're getting rid of you we had a lot of faith in you but uh yeah, yeah. your dad knows putin yep and they B's actually like Haas f1 actually planted that information uh nikita mazapin's <laughs> dad actually had no idea he, he's never met putin in his life but hoss f1's like well, we saw him one time seeing yep. the national anthem at a sporting event and he we saw pictures you know, there's horrible Photoshop pictures of his dad standing next to Putin. Like, oh, evidence right there. Sorry, Nikita, got to get out.
1: Yeah. Now, for anybody that doesn't know, we're not we're not making this up. Uh, like, on the day before you, they uh, Russia invaded Ukraine, and Vladimir Putin invited like 26 delegates to Moscow. Nikita Mazepin's dad was one of those 26. So, so it's like there there are really strong ties there. Um, so yeah, that that needed to happen. Glad I'm I forgot that guy existed. Uh, I prefer You're welcome. To accept it that way. I would like for us to implement a rule starting now that that name will never be mentioned on our podcast again.
0: I'm, I'm fine with that, unless we have to compare a really bad driver to somebody. Then so we'll just say that one guy we don't talk about the the Ruski, the one Ruski. Yeah. Uh, the elephant in the room this weekend, Matt. Bubba Wallace retaliates after contact with the wall against Kyle Larson, wrecking both cars, taking out Christopher Bell in the process. NASCAR announces today, uh, which is why we recorded tonight, uh, that he's suspended for a race. Uh, I mean, I, I, so what, Matt, I told you this before we started recording. I saw the retaliation from Bubba Watson after the wreck had happened. I didn't see what happened prior. I just saw Bubba Wallace going after Kyle Larson. And as you know, I am a degenerate. So anytime I get to see a good fight, I'm all for it. So I was in Bubba Wallace's corner. Uh, And then I saw what led up to it, which was completely unnecessary. Uh, Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson were racing hard. Bubba got into the wall a little bit, got a little loose, and then came completely across the track and hit kyle larson in the passenger you know the right rear quarter panel and spun both cars out horribly dangerous wreck uh you know hitting christopher bell in the process so i'm on board with this with this one race suspension man i i don't know what i don't know why bubba wallace was mad it was his fault that the wreck happened he got in the wall a little bit whatever that's racing just get back to it
1: yeah i mean i completely agree with you uh you i think it's It is ironic. Usually it's a Hendrick Motorsports driver throwing a fit over being raced hard. Um, In this case, it was the exact opposite. It was Kyle Larson making a Kyle Larson move. Uh, Nothing uncommon. He took it three wide into the corner. Speaking of which, how smart, nobody's talking about how smart Kevin Harvick looks for backing out of that. Uh, He immediately realized what was going to happen at the other side of this racetrack and rolled out of the throttle. And sure enough, these two go crashing up this track, and Kevin Harvick drives right on by. Uh, doesn't get enough credit for how smart that dude is. Anyways, back to the point at hand. Uh, I have no problem with Kyle Larson racing Bob Wallace hard. Uh, it does suck to see Wallace get into the wall. His day was not over, though that certainly wasn't going to help him. He had one stage one, and I think he was running like fourth at the time. And just lost his mind behind the wheel in, in rage. Like, if you could rage quit NASCAR, that's essentially what Bob <laughs> Wallace did. Because he alt f 4 his car right over to um, Kyle Larson and hooked him in the right rear, which is a huge no-no. We know it was a no-no before this year. And knowing what we know now and the conversation going on about how unsafe this car is, uh, it was really, really dangerous. So certainly I'm okay with the suspension. I, I, I'm with you. I don't mind to fight. Get out of your cars, fight it out. I don't care. That's fine. Nobody's ever been suspended in NASCAR for a fight, but you can't turn somebody head on into the wall at 170 miles an hour anywhere. I mean, you can do that at Martinsville. You can do that at Bristol. Those are entirely different things. Uh, this, You can't do that at... Indy or Michigan or Las Vegas. I mean, you just cannot. Um, I know there's been some discussion about this. Is We've seen this happen before without suspensions. Uh, I really think that the, the safety of this car is factoring into why there's a suspension this particular time. Uh, but, Are you saying yeah. this car isn't safe, Matt? Uh, I mean, I think that's a pretty commonly understood. We've got three drivers currently not in their race cars because they're injured uh so i don't think i have to say anything else other than that um but yeah i uh, i think the suspension stems from how unsafe we know this car is and uh the emphasis on controlling your temper hopefully a week off will give Bob wallace uh and some time to think about it. i will say this though the in the court of public opinion was made much worse in the situation based solely on who was involved Uh, And I will say that um, that's unfortunate because I think this scenario plays out the same way and ends in the same result with any other driver that that decided to make that decision. But because of who it was, it's a bigger conversation than I think it may have needed to be. Um, I I think what's done is done and you move on. Personally, I'm just happy that no one is talking about penalties levied to Stuart Haas Racing today because for the last two weeks on Tuesday that's been the story Uh, two consecutive weeks we've been the topic of conversation on Tuesday afternoon when penalties are announced so it's nice that no one is talking about SHR and we're quietly sneaking our way into the top four, uh, that championship four. Did
0: you send a thank you card to Bubba Wallace for taking all the headlines off y'all?
1: Uh, no and I'm not gonna <laughs>
0: <laughs> Matt looking ahead this weekend uh, IndyCar is off obviously uh, their their championship is over when, when do y'all start back again Colin when's when do y'all uh, uh, when, when's y'all's first race next year do y'all know yet
2: uh, they did release a schedule I haven't looked at it I might be able to pull it up right now actually it's gonna either be late February or early March I think it's early March okay um, Dang, but, that's not this last away. year Last year or this season, uh, rather, it was um, it was late February. We yeah. all y'all Same race feet, uh, March fifth.
0: March fifth, okay. Y'all race March fifth, and you take like three and a half months off. You know, we get a taste of IndyCar, and it's like oh, we're taking a three and a half month break. See you, suckers, in summer. And I'm like, what the hell is going? What, what is this? I want to watch IndyCar. Come on, guys. Like, nah, sorry, three and a half month break, baby. You know, we'll see you. We'll see you in May.
2: No. We go. Uh, <laughs> I wish it was that long. Sometimes, oh, like Matt knows how much I'm gone. We travel. It's like it's not obviously as many races as NASCAR, but it's a, but we're you traveling also, up.
1: In your defense, you don't. IndyCar does not have a testing rule, so Team Penske spend the resources. Y'all are going to test. You guys test more than I can even fathom. Uh, like you're gone as much as a NASCAR crew. The rest of the time, you're just testing.
2: Yeah, it's a lot, but no, we have uh, about a race per month until May, and then it gets crazy.
0: Yeah, once uh, so y'all y'all you're on the road a bunch with uh with with IndyCar.
2: Yeah, we well typically our travel schedule is like you leave Wednesday night or Thursday morning and stay till Sunday night, and then you're back Sunday night working Monday morning to turn the cars around, then doing it all over again. So mm-hmm. you're working like seven days a week.
0: I uh I have three kids and a wife. How do I get on in the IndyCar <laughs> schedule? yeah was it, uh,
2: you Yeah, vacation.
0: Yeah, how do I how do I <laughs> sign up there for the uh, seven days a week, darling? These these IndyCar guys they need me. I'm not sure what I do, but I do something very important. I have to travel out to. <laughs> they hate it, you know. They really need me. Team really needs me. I'm not sure what I do, but team really yeah. needs me. <laughs> so this weekend, uh, trucks, Xfinity, and Cup are all racing at homestead in miami hopefully the uh, hopefully the race down there is going to go a little bit better and a little bit more entertaining for the nascar series than it did for f1 that was one of the worst races i think i've ever seen in my entire life uh friday afternoon at 4 p.m practice for the camping world truck series not on tv not on the radio so if you want to watch it go to the track uh, same thing with qualifying at 4:30. it's not on anything anywhere at any time so if you want to watch the trucks practice or qualify, go to the track. If you do not want to do that, then you are SOL. All Twitter, I guess. Uh, the Xfinity Series 605, they have practice on the USA Network. And then NASCAR Xfinity Series at 635, qualifying on USA, not at 634 or 636, but 635 sharp. And then on Saturday at 10.05 a.m., practice for the Cup Series. It's going to be on the NBC uh, streaming services I don't know who has that, but if you do, you can watch the 10 a.m. practice for NASCAR or listen to it on MRN. And then at 10.50, we have qualifying, same thing, MRN, it's on SiriusXM, it's on the NBC streaming stuff. Uh, And then at 1 p.m., the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series in the Baptist Health 200. Wow, they're really reaching for sponsors there. That's on uh, FS1. And then at 430. You know what the...
1: that is? You know what I bet that is? I bet that's in connection with hurricane relief efforts. You think? Because it's in South Florida. That would be my guess. Because I've never yeah. heard of Baptist help in my life.
0: I'm gonna say it is a one of those church hospital things.
1: Yeah, but why would they be sponsoring a race? I don't
0: know. What what was the goofy sponsor we had a couple races ago? I forget. It. I don't I don't remember. It's it was like
1: terrible.
0: Yeah. Um what is this Baptist Health? Uh, Baptist Health of South Florida. Let's see. We're gonna click here. It's a home healthcare service company.
1: Sure. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Sorry. So if, you're, if your if your granddad
0: poops his pants in his home, then <laughs> Baptist Healthcare of South Florida will come in and fix it. I suppose. I don't know.
1: How and much do they charge the for these track, Apparently.
0: Yeah. We we gotta we gotta have enough money to sponsor one of these things. There's oh, no way this costs much. I'll I'll inquire. Uh, Let's see if we can sponsor a Menards cars uh, race. That's what I want to do. Okay. Uh, At 4.30, the Xfinity Series races the Contender Boats 300 on USA. And then Sunday, we have the Big Boys, the NASCAR Cup Series at 2.30, and the Dixie Vodka 400 on NBC. I have never heard of Dixie Vodka.
1: They are are the premier vodka of the world. Believe it. I am an
0: alcoholic, don't, and I have never heard of Dixie Vodka.
1: Don't question it. The greatest vodka in all the world comes out of the southeastern United States.
0: Yeah, South Charleston, South Carolina. That's where I want my vodka to come from. Charleston, South Carolina. Not only do they come out of Charleston, South Carolina, it's sixteen ninety
2: nine. Yeah, real high dollar stuff. That
0: that's uh, that's big. That's top shelf, baby. Right there, sixteen ninety nine. I bet it. Does it come in a plastic bottle or is this glass?
2: I don't know. I've never had it. I've never For seventeen I've, bucks, that's plastic. <laughs> All day.
0: <laughs> that thing is that is premium. Mm-hmm. We have a sixteen ninety nine dollar vodka sponsoring a NASCAR race, buddy. They are I, also
1: sponsoring a car in the race.
0: Oh nice. You know what? That's surprising. how can any anything, any major company still have the word Dixie in their title? I don't I'm know. I'm surprised I think, they haven't tried to get that wiped off.
1: Yeah. They <laughs> They're sponsoring Cole Custer, who's from California. <laughs> the Dixie Vodka car. It says raised in the South. Meanwhile, Cole Custer's got a California flag next to his name.
0: They're sponsoring a guy from California whose name sounds like it came off of a clue board. That's uh that's pretty that's pretty amazing. Who you got this weekend in the NASCAR Cup Series, Dixie Vodka four hundred and homestead Miami.
1: Uh, I think you have two obvious choices here You can go Larson or Redick Both of those guys really fly around the top of the wall uh, Give me Redick I'm going to ride the hot hand Larson has sucked lately
0: Um, I am going to go with oh, Man, I, I keep wanting to pick Ryan Blaney Because I keep thinking he's going to win at some point He just never does a uh, screw it. Give me Ryan Blaney. Blaney Blaney, <laughs> Blaney wins, and he solidifies himself in the next round of the playoffs, which is the that greatest play. playoffs in all sport.
1: Yeah, that that would be tough. I don't want to see Ryan Blaney win because that would make it a whole lot harder for us to advance to the championship four. Um, I, I really think with a top five run again this week, Briscoe can all but guarantee himself through. Uh, we need some some more bad luck for some contenders like Chase Elliott finished like 26th place this week. I need another week of that. Inject that into my veins. Let's get the best car of the entire year out of the championship contention and burn the system down with a driver. I think I saw a stat today that said uh, the regular season points, if they were all added up, Chase Briscoe would be in 14th. He has an average finishing position of like 17th place. And we're talking about him in contention for a championship. Let's go. Love the drama. At at this point, that's what I I said. I'm here for it. We're here for the drama. I want to see the system burn down to the ground uh, for the absolute catastrophic atrocity that it is. Um, And the only way to do that is to um, go full Joker and just watch the world burn. So let's give me my car with a 17th place finish, advancing to the final four give me the best car all year by far the nine out of the playoffs and i will sell my soul to the highest bidder for that to happen
0: i don't know what you're talking about i love the playoffs they're great they're fantastic <laughs> you need a true winner this way i believe real, real okay. true winner uh let's move on to f1 who it, they're in america they are, they are out in, in austin texas and if you'd like to go see this race um shell out about $35,000 just for the tickets that's not including airfare, hotel, rental car, Uber, alcohol beverage, food uh, and everything else. It's expensive to go out there and watch them. One of my favorite races I I love Coda man. I think it's a great racetrack it always uh, provides entertaining races and we get, you know what Matt? I'm not a big fan of when they're over over in America as much as I love Coda, as much as I love that track because the time throws everything off when they are racing over in europe it lines up perfectly on my weekend i start my saturday mornings and my sunday mornings with like an 8 a.m or a 9 a.m practice or qualifying a race or something like that when they're over in north america it's like oh yeah 3 p.m on a sunday well we have the nfl here pal so what am i supposed to do now i only have six screens in my office what am i supposed to watch (laughs) f1
1: on like, yeah, on, on Sunday, it sucks because the the United States Grand Prix will be going up against the NASCAR Cup Series playoff race. Um, uh, obviously, world, which worldwide. Which one draws more? Worldwide, the F1 race is going to draw more. Inside the United States alone, I would bet the NASCAR race probably does. Um, it I, will be, I,
0: I'm going to take that bet, and like, I'm going to say F1 outdraws NASCAR in America. It, it uh, may.
2: Got to double uh, down on that whatever you're putting down. I'll it put it may. on that as we well. Will,
1: I'm not betting anything, but we will, <laughs> uh, our, to our listeners, we will do our very best to, to have stats for you next week to see which one out drew which. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it sucks that they have to go against each other because I'll be trying to watch the Bucks lose to the Panthers and I'll be trying to watch the F1 race at Coda and I'll be trying to watch the NASCAR race at Homestead. So, and the, get- and the Braves in the NLCS oh no wait we suck oh yeah the Braves aren't in the NLCS uh, if for anybody that didn't notice you're not getting live Braves commentary uh, no. that's because our season's over sad stupid um, so dumb 101 wins stupid stupid
0: <laughs>
2: You know what uh, that means for me? That just means I don't have to see Matt's post every day talking about how great the Braves are. So it's a win for me. <laughs> I will specifically
1: tag you every day talking about how great. What I'm looking for in the offseason, what trades we need to make. we got to re-sign Dansby. Uh, yeah. Re-sign Dansby and sign Aaron speaking, Judge. Yeah. Speaking of signings, uh, with F1, we'll transition back to the motorsports, which is what our podcast is. Um, we with the F1 race in America this weekend and the home Grand Prix for the American team on the grid, which would be Haas F1. I can think of no better time to announce price that Daniel Ricciardo is going to be driving the Haas F1 car next year. Uh, I don't have any idea that that's even a realistic possibility on the table. I'm just pointing out that now would be a great time to do it. If you're going to do it.
0: You son. I was about to get so excited that Daniel Ricardo was going to be in a Haas F1 car.
1: Yeah, at this moment, I'm not sure Daniel Ricardo is going to be in a F1 car next year. I don't know
0: but, either, because I haven't seen anything about it.
1: Uh, the last I'd heard, I, I think Gunther Steiner tweeted at him and said, call me. So, you know, not kind of a Lloyd Christmas here. So you're telling me there's you're a change, there's
0: a chance.
1: <laughs> uh here's some news uh that broke a couple hours ago.
0: Okay. Uh it sounds like Chip Ganassi Racing is hiring Nicholas Latifi to drive their fourth car in IndyCar in 2023.
1: Um oh, that's another so- to IndyCar transition.
0: Yeah, so, Colin, that's one guy on the grid that you will not have to worry about uh, causing any trouble <laughs> or winning any races next year. Uh,
2: so, there you go. One. I've never even heard that dude's name. So
0: Good reason. There's good reason you've never heard of Nicholas Latifi. He is the Canadian sensation, and uh, he's, he's, he's not a great what driver. What
2: role is the Canadian
1: sensation? You back that up.
0: All right. Well, so, so, we're going to call Nicholas Gotifi? Is that is that him? Goatifi? Gotifi. And Stroll's going to be the Canadian sensation. That'd there be amazing you. if Daniel Ricciardo signed with, with Haas F1. And it has to be oh, Schumacher that, that's gone, right? You would think?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Uh, Magnussen's not going anywhere no. for years.
0: No. They begged him to come back, so he's staying.
1: Uh, this
0: weekend, Slate in Austin. Oh, God, this is... Hold on. This is going to take me a second. Friday, FP1 and FP2. Friday, FP1. One... Three, yeah, 3 p.m. Why do they do this? Why do they put it in military?
1: 1500. 1500. You realize you've got two army infantry veterans. Yes, yes, I do. I know I can
0: ask you guys. Read it. You just subtract 12. You just subtract 12 12. or add. Oh, yeah, 12. I see. I I have to know. I only have 10 fingers. I have to look at my toes, and there's 12 down there. and Everything gets involved, and I get confused. I can't read. I also can't add. I can speak sort of good. That's all I can do uh and then fp2 friday night at 5 1800 is that 5 p.m six six that's close tune in at five they might have early stuff (laughs) uh and and then on saturday uh we have um fp3 at three three o'clock yep uh, and then qualifying at He's 6 o'clock. He's not even going
1: to confirm anymore. Nope. He's just going with it. <laughs> well, it's it's the same time as
0: FP1, and I've already forgotten what time FP1 is. I think FP1 was at 3. 1,500, that's 3 o'clock, right? Yes. 3, 4, 5, yep. And then qualifying on uh, Saturday is at 6 p.m. Uh, God, prime time. that's prime time college football, man. This is going to be tough. It's a yeah. tough, tough weekend. Uh, and then the race on Sunday at 3 p.m. as well. So, who you got this weekend, Matt? The The World Drivers' Championship is over. So Verstappen's already won it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, with that said, I'm going to take Lewis Hamilton oh, like and it. Mercedes to finally get off the schneid and win a race. I I, I, I don't like know. It. I think Nico Rosberg has won one race at Coda, and I think Lewis Hamilton has won every other year they've been here. Uh, maybe Verstappen won it last year when I wasn't paying attention. Uh, but I think Lewis Hamilton has won almost every Coda race there's ever been.
0: I think Hamilton won Coda last year. Um, I can tell you here in a second. Uh, but I'm pretty sure Max Verstappen uh, won Coda last year, leading 56 laps. Yeah, Max won last year. So, But everything other than that, so other than two... Uh, Hamilton's one, and you know what? Hold on, let me get back to the constructors. The, it's Mercedes is not far away from from Ferrari. Ferrari's at four fifty four, and Mercedes is at three eighty seven. Uh, I mean, they still have a chance to catch them if they have if they have what, what was there three races left, four races left, something like
1: that. Uh, I think there's four because they do. I think this is the American leg. They do the. United States, they do Mexico and they do Canada, and then they go back to yes. finish at Yas yep. Marina,
0: right? U- USA, Mexico, Brazil, and then Abu Dhabi. Oh, okay, there. yeah, yep.
1: okay. They did yep. Canada. Already. That's but yeah, they do three races over here on our continent, and well, I guess South America is a different continent, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because we're North America. Well, no, because me- Mexico is North America. There's so only two one in America. North America and mm-hmm. one in South America. And then they go back over to uh, Yas Marina circuit and get it done. These, uh, these
0: pro championship E <clears> things <throat> that they put in here, throw me off like the Esports championship. They include it in like the F1 championship stuff. They put it in this calendar and it confuses me.
1: That's stupid.
0: So you got Lewis Hamilton this weekend. I'm going to go with Charles Leclerc. Okay. I don't know why Ferrari shoots themselves in the foot every single week at whatever GP they're at. Um, But I'm feeling squirrely. Give me Charles Leclerc this weekend to win the United States GP. Matt, you got anything else? Oh, we got a a question. We had a
1: question this week. We have
0: a question. Question of the week. You're building a car that only has to pass pre race inspection. What are you doing to it? Be as specific as possible. Other than putting a piece of tape on the front bumper, Matt,
1: (laughs) what Um, are you doing? So it's hard to be as specific as possible because essentially what you've just asked me to do is build a championship for a car. Right. And you don't want to give away your secrets. Uh, exactly. <laughs> right. Because there may be a, I may be in a position to, to do that here soon. Um, to give you a general answer to the question, you're going to build parts that fail, um, but, but fail in places where you want them to fail. So like nothing structurally wrong with a car, but will will give you an arrow advantage. Um, a lot of times that'll be like shocks and stuff uh where we lower the ride height um you do stuff with tires and tire pressure specifically um you can you can even get messing with the motor in that scenario uh or this also depends on whether this is an impound race or not and if you have a chance to work on the car after inspection because if you can work on the car after inspection we're uh, everything that we can uh, allowed to swap out will be swapped out with illegal either lighter or heavier parts depending on where we want the weight transition in the car so i mean really if you only had to pass pre-race inspection the there's it's kind of the wild west at that point your options are virtually unlimited uh without getting too specific and i i mean i apologize that i can't name you exact cuz there's a couple that I know of but but again what you've asked me to do is build a championship for a car cuz you there NASCAR will never be in a position to declare the championship winning car illegally in post race tech and declare a new champion after uh the that'd TV would be great drama that'd
0: be a yeah. that'd be F1 level drama
1: yeah there is let's just say there is a there is a reason and nobody is Nobody should be so stupid that they think that the final four cars are just the best four drivers every last race of the year. Sure, there's a reason they sense. run one through four the majority of the race, and that's because everyone knows that they they can't they can't be touched by NASCAR after the race is over. Um. So yeah, I I wish I could get more specific. Maybe ask again in a couple of weeks, um, but. That's about as good as I can do. Well, I can at least throw the ball to Colin and, and ask him the same scenario, um, but because he doesn't have a championship race, uh, maybe. But also, I will say for him that Team Penske, there is a lot less ingenuity over on not ingenuity. Wow, ingenuity is the wow. nice ingenuity is the nice term for saying cheating in NASCAR. Obviously, there's a lot of ingenuity in IndyCar. There is not a lot of cheating that I'm aware of. Um, maybe, maybe Colin can fill us in a little bit more. But yeah, I know y'all,
0: are y'all just better at hiding your cheating in IndyCar than the NASCAR guys are? Is that is no, that just what a boils there's down Like,
1: to?
2: I can tell you personally, there really isn't. Like, there's no way to. There's not no way to cheat. But it is incredibly. I think it's got to be more difficult because all of your body panels come from Delara that you, you can only do so much to them, right? So I'm sure there's ways to get around it. I don't personally know any, cause there's not much you can really do in the front to like finagle anything. You know what I mean? I'm sure you could get tricky with some gear stacks or something, but you can't really like, I mean, even then all the gears are like, dude, they don't have any problem ripping our car apart at the end of a race. So actually funny you mentioned during our Nashville race, Scott did so well. Like, he drove from, I can't even remember, he passed, like, 20 cars in the last, like, 20 laps. Did you ever end up watching that race, Matt, to watch how yeah. ridiculous that was? Yep. So, that was a great race. So Scott does this thing with his hands where, like, I don't know, he fidgets while he drives, right? So, he like, while he was driving in Nashville, like, when he's going down mm-hmm. the straights, he would fidget with his thumbs and his hands and, like, stretch his fingers out and stuff. And they were convinced that we had traction control in our car. And he was turning it on and off with a button on the steering wheel. So after the race, after we finished second, we had to tear out all like an electrical loom out of the car and give that to Tech. We had to give them our steering column. We had to give them our steering wheel. We had to give them all this stuff to prove that we didn't have traction control in the car because Scott drove so well. So it's like, if you're cheating, you're going to get caught. Like, they spare no expense to try and catch you cheating. So that's why it's like, like John I don't Ham- believe... I don't, I don't believe we could be cheating because, first of all, it's like we're under – it's funny because everyone has this idea since Roger owns the series that, like, we can just get away with whatever we want. It's like it's the opposite. We're under an even finer microscope because if the team that is – the owner of that team who owns the series gets caught cheating, are you, there's, like, you'd never be considered credible again. You'd have so. the
1: legitimacy of NASCAR
2: it's it's insane like the the efforts we go through to pass tech every single time is nuts like we go through tech probably i mean at least four or five times a day like it's it's ridiculous so i mean well, if we are i legitimately don't know how we'd be getting away with it
0: if you ever need any um advice for how to you know get a ledge if we're on if you work on the front end this works on nascar just put a little piece of tape right across the front bumper and make sure make a lot quicker put some tape
1: Andy. on the wing there yeah. Maybe some better, right there. Some better yeah. downforce numbers the, yeah.
0: the, the, fr- the friction will make the car go faster <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I don't really have an answer for that one because I'm not a NASCAR I would I don't know make it ride lower or something I
2: have no uh-huh. idea I don't know how I would cheat I would I find should, a way though we should yeah. bring back run okay. what you brung just fit it in this box.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you got, baby, just throw it in there. Hey, do you have yep. to technically have a driver behind the wheel of the car?
2: Yeah. Right? RC that? A NASCAR? RC it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Dude, that's like that's like two hundred we can save on weight. And then you don't have to have a steering wheel, uh, no seat. And you don't have to have a roll bar technically. There's nobody in there to be safe. Take all the safety stuff out. Our car is <laughs> only gonna weigh like sixty pounds. You know? Maybe put an electric engine in there. Think we can get away with all this? Put like one of those inflatable guys in there that you see people having their passenger seat so they can ride in the HOV lane. Well,
1: you suggest- just lost the race with your electric engine because the battery will run out before the race is over. So you you've just taken yourself out. Congratulations! Panels. You Solar panels, <laughs> maybe.
0: Right there, ingenuity, ingenuity in NASCAR.
1: Right. I like it. <laughs> you got any party words for us, man? No, nope, I'm ready to get out of here. Me and Colin are going to go kill some bad guys for a little while before bedtime. So,
0: Oh, y'all hopping on the new COD? Is it already
1: released yet? No, 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 no. 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 When's the new we, COD come out? We play real video games. You all play Squad? A little bit of Squad, yeah.
0: Squad's pretty fun.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Ready, not, or not. We're
1: playing play ready, ready or not. We'll play Ready or Not right now. You're basically a, a SWAT team, and you raid crack houses. Pretty oh. fun. What?
0: So you're you're APD, essentially. That's yeah, your, your role playing as Atlanta Police Department. Awesome. Yep. that's cool. That sounds yep. like fun. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not into the shooter games. I don't do yeah, any of those so, things. But
1: a, a couple of times, like every once in a while, we'll announce ourselves at the ATF and we'll murder your dogs and just burn your house down with your kids in it, rather than forced entry or anything. Pretty. So fast, that's, pretty that's more
0: Harrelson County PD than okay. than APD. <laughs> yeah, it's more it's more out that way. I got you. All right, cool all right colin thanks for joining us on the podcast man you are more than welcome to come in here and you know actually add some more like sport you know motorsports background stuff than just me rambling on and sound like a moron uh you probably know more than
2: me (laughs) matt knows that
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you you what you will be back the next time you guys win a race with scott we'll have you on the next episode to break down the whole race
2: okay Hey, do, you,
1: do, do y'all do do you have any
0: like personal things that you do after a win like matt has victory ice cream uh that i partake into because i have no part in his team but i have a podcast with him so uh you know i'm kind of in, in that way do you, do you have anything that you do after a win like <clears throat> a little self-victory thing
2: so I, I don't. three car The three car gets together after every win and we go, lately we've been going to Red Rocks, which is a restaurant in Huntersville, it's really good, and they give us this like back room to ourselves and we just all hang out, put the race on, the TV that's in there, eat some food and kind of BS with each other, because it's like, uh, our engineer is actually really cool, He's, he stresses the importance of celebrating, because if you don't celebrate your wins, there's no point in being in racing, so... So he kind of makes it all worth it. It's nice. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah.
0: Did you did you have to learn any of like Scott's slangs when he came over to America?
2: Yeah, man. He's got so many. Like the fr- I, I can't list them all, but something he always says is like no dramas, which is like no problem. Like I was saying, no problem. Well, no dramas, you know, call him a wanker <laughs> enough. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, it's, he's got a bunch of stuff like taking the piss out of people. It's like, I'd be like, what are you saying? Like, I don't, I don't know any of this. Speak American I English. I am I am the one that buckles him into the car too, so one day he was running his mouth. I can't remember what he was saying. He uh I always give him crap because when he's his body changes so much, like and he's just eating cookies and so the lap belts on those, they obviously don't move, just like any race car. Like you can't just like it's not like your car where it stretches and you just buckle it in. Like they're a set length, and so if he eats too much, it's hard to buckle him in. And so I was struggling to buckle him in because he was fat and he's like He's like, oh, I talked to him. He was running his mouth about being weak or something. And so he has the sub belts that run up between your legs and then over, like, kind of around your crotch and back through the – to keep you from sliding forward in the car. So I was like, oh, okay. And so I just yanked up on his subs to, like, really split him in two. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: how how like, was – I remember hearing uh, through the season, like, he was <laughs> – he he came over to America like right when COVID hit, I think. And he was pretty much isolated from his families for like like two or three years, I believe. Wasn't he? Something like that? Something weird?
2: Yeah, I think I think the first time he saw his parents was Indy this year. And it was like two years. I think it had been like, I think that's what he said. Because they came out, I think their first race back was the Indy 500. I don't remember if they were there for the GP. Definitely the month of May. I just can't remember when. But I think that was the first time in like two years he had seen them that's crazy man that's yeah.
0: That's awful I remember hearing that story and I was thinking like that's that's nuts like not being able to it, not seeing them for two years would be different if you had the opportunity like I had the opportunity but the fact that they like you couldn't you couldn't go see them yeah, they yeah, couldn't yeah. come see you you know that's, yep. that's that's insane they
2: got to they got to watch them win at Mid-Ohio which is pretty cool so it's they big, were go they up there were at the, man yeah they were they were up there for the Mid-Ohio race and watched them win so we won there which was cool for me because Ohio is a home state so I always wanted to win that race anyway you're from Ohio? yeah where from? Uh, West Lafayette. It's like 85 miles east of Columbus.
0: Okay. Okay. All my family is from Columbus, uh, the Dublin area.
2: Okay. Yeah. 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 It's like two hours from where I'm from.
0: Okay. Yeah. You, uh, you a Buckeye
1: fan?
2: Yeah. I watch some, but not really. Matt knows. I don't really follow it he, too much. He
1: claims the Buckeyes. He doesn't live and die with them like you do. I don't. Yeah. That's not. That's not.
0: I don't. <laughs> I just sort of like him a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Just. I mean. Okay. I don't. I don't have a shrine or anything built over no, there. people I mean, yeah. from
2: Columbus. I legitimately think bleed like silver, whatever that color is. The what do they call <laughs> that? It's not even silver. It's fucking scarlet, scarlet and <laughs> scarlet, it's scarlet, and gray. scarlet and gray. There you go. See, I don't even know that. You're trying yeah. to pretend like you don't know the answer. Like I don't, I, think, I don't know. What are the colors? I, I think
0: it's red and a, uh, I don't know a light, a light black. I think
1: yeah. maybe a dark but, white, yep. kind of a powdery off white. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, I'm not a you know oh, no. fan. I'm going to crazy, I
2: mean, man.
0: Only only two of my three children are named after the Buckeyes, so <laughs> I mean, you know, not the, not that big of a fan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt, thanks for joining the podcast again this week. Colin, thanks for joining the podcast this week. Once again, you are welcome anytime you want to come on. Uh, For Colin Davis, who works for Team Penske in IndyCar, and Matt Ridgway, who works for Haas, Stuart Haas Racing in NASCAR soon, he's going to move over to F1 and work for Haas there. I can't wait for that transition. I am Bryce Sparling. We will see you all next week. Same time, same place.